Hello. Hello, Eloise. How are you doing in sunny Brazil? I'm, I'm doing well, except that, you know, internet connections are a little sketchy, so hopefully mm. we won't be going in and out for everyone. We, we couldn't even get on anchor. <laughs> so we We're keeping our fingers this. and toes crossed. As you could hear, Eloise is cutting out on the recording, so on my end, so I might be cutting out on her end, I'm oh, not yeah, sure. okay, yeah. Oh, it's okay? Good, mm-hmm. but you're cutting out on this end. <laughs> well, we so, will make it work. We'll make it work, that'll be good. So, so what we're going to do today is uh, yeah. you're going to take over. Well, I wanted to talk to terri about tarot, because it's one of our favourite topics. And it's something that you've worked with a lot. So, can you tell us how you got into tarot a little bit? Way back when, without shuffling your hands. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the phone went off, okay. Without <laughs> shuffling my hands, right, okay. <laughs> oh my. Um, how I got into tarot. Well, when I was little, I was interested in all these you know, the esoteric. And, you know, my mom got me my first deck, I think, when I was like seven years old. But she got one of the most difficult decks I've ever seen. It was a palmistry deck. But I used to play with it and, you know, keep looking around at different archetypal patterns. And um, later on, I just started to um, get different decks, I think, you know, in my 20s, especially the archetypes and seeing the archetypes in people as well. You know, you would see someone and you'd realize what archetype they were. And, yeah, it became more and more of an interest. And what really kicked it off was that I was doing channeling in my 20s. And channelers, they're quite sensitive. You you don't want to touch them while they're in their trance. Now, I was not in a deep trance. I didn't go very deep at all. It was, you know, I didn't have my eyes closed. I was, I continued moving, whereas a lot of people in that kind of trance, um, you know, they're very, the eyes closed, they don't move very much. So, people would touch me. And this would cause, well, it would, you know, in some cases it caused convulsions. And that was very difficult to deal with because you just don't touch the channeler. Mm. And uh, so what I did to, well, it was actually a suggestion of someone, well, you read tarot, why don't you put the tarot cards in front of you so you're blocking the energy? And I thought, wow, that's an absolutely great idea. So I started doing that. And um, that was the beginning of really almost integrating with the cards. Uh, At first it was as though they were blocking things, and then it was more like the cards and I were one. Cool. Um, yeah, you know, not, not so much that they were used as a tool to uh, keep things out. They really supported me. Uh, and, it, and it took me out of the trance as well, which was great. 
I stopped going into those deep trances. It's almost like the cards, um, archetypal patterns, the way they uh, relate to each other, because there's no, there's no really two stories that would come up. Well, there would be, but the permutations of 78 cards and then using more than two cards, you'd be using maybe, uh, you know, 50 of the cards in the reading, which not everyone does, I know, but I do. And those permutations are going to actively uh, bring up a different story, right? Different details, different nuances to someone's life. So the complexity with which the cards can bring up a story um, was enough to say I didn't need to use all of my energy. Now, I wouldn't have said that as I was going through it, but when I looked back, I realized how powerful that was, um, that transition from being this channel to, yeah, the cards being the channel and me, uh, myself, reading them. It was much more fun. It's like watching a movie. And that's one of my favorite things to support students to do is transition from um, literally reading the cards to seeing a three-dimensional story rising. And one of the ways that that occurs is studying fairy tales, the Bible, even movies. I did one course over a few months and we worked through uh, movies like Pretty Woman and Cinderella and, and using the cards to, well, not using the cards, but telling the story and then um, pulling the cards to uh, reflect what was going on in the story. Uh, mm. Like, here's, here's one good example. We did Pinocchio, powerful story, right? And um, I asked the, the students to represent... Uh, Pinocchio and the first thing they said was how am I going to represent a wooden boy and that's not necessarily what we're representing is the wooden boy we're representing the ignorant human right the wooden boy is the boy who has not become yet responsible he's not yet integrated his wisdom right because Pinocchio goes off and does all these silly things he doesn't go to school he he becomes a mule and uh, comes out of that and eventually at the end he he wants to save his father and that's when he becomes a real boy so our journey is a journey of uh, transforming our ignorance into wisdom right so uh, we represent that. And what is this person's journey? How difficult is it going to be? So when people say, why don't, why didn't I listen to you? You told me I was going to lose that money or you told me my business was going to collapse and it would never work. And you gave me suggestions to help it work and I ignored you. Uh, I didn't listen to you. I thought my way was way better. <laughs> and it's the same as Pinocchio, isn't it? You just that you're just not able with your ignorance to realize that you can do something um, that you have sorry that you have to learn to transmute the ignorance into wisdom and sometimes that is going through the actual conflict it's not like you can go to a tarot reader and uh, find ways 
to not hit the pitfalls, not hit the uh, the mistakes. You're going to have to make those mistakes, right? And people think they can uh, escape those mistakes. Well, no, you can't. Uh, if you, let's say the tarot reader does give you a suggestion and you do follow it, likely you might sit down and actually think about think about things and struggle through that thought process. Like she said, uh, or this tarot reader said, you should, um, what's a good example, like um, dress differently, right? Let's say you dress differently. And you're like, oh, I like the way I dress. Well, maybe you should dress a little bit more professionally. Maybe your boobs shouldn't be coming out. And maybe <laughs> your dresses shouldn't be so short where, uh, or, the, you know, those, those uh, uh, shorts where the, you know, basically most of the bum sticks out. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't be doing that. You know, maybe you that's, that's going to, it sounds funny, but maybe it's going to repel women, certain women. Maybe it's going to attract certain men. Maybe it's, maybe people are, are not going to take you seriously. Yeah. Right. Or if your clothing is slovenly, if it's dirty, um, you know, you have stains on it, right? This happens. These are not, um, mm. They're not uncommon situations. They actually occur. So you might simply make that suggestion because, you know, somebody comes with those short shorts and the boobs coming out. doesn't necessarily mean that's how they dress in practice. But when you're looking at the tarot reading, the tarot reading says something going on with this person's appearance. They're not taken seriously. So you might say, well, you know, maybe you need to dress more professionally. Maybe you need to uh, rehearse ways to act more professionally. Mm. And that will, you know, simple stuff like that. But it's not so simple for people because people uh, feel like, no, I should be accepted the way I am. I should yeah. be accepted the way I dress. Well, that's fine. But you can also accept that someone else might feel uncomfortable with that. So yeah, they accept that you dress that way, but they're not going to be with you because they're not uncom they're not comfortable. They don't trust you, mm. um, or whatever that triggers in them, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, so some so. people don't sit around or sit seriously and think, well, you know, maybe that makes sense. So they'll have to go out there and continue to fail till they're ready. Their failure kind of knocks down this egocentric, spoiled attitude where you should accept me the way I am. Well, okay, I do. But you also have to accept that other people will feel a certain way about your presentation so they don't have to come to your office, but you can dress the way you want. Mm. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. So right. So you started reading tarot. <laughs> What's that? So I was going to say the history of you reading tarot has become a big part of your life now. Um, tarot really showed me how difficult it was to change with just a suggestion. So, yeah. um. A lot of the tarot that I did was for myself 
to test the predictions. So I did simple yes-no questions. Mm-hmm. You know, like next week, will I uh, go shopping on Tuesday at 5 o'clock? That's very specific, <laughs> right? Yeah. And if the answer was no, great, or the answer was yes, great. Um, and you might think, oh, but you could make yourself go shopping Tuesday, 5 o'clock, um, if it says yes, no, you can't. Like it just doesn't work. Um, and you probably, and likely, the best thing is that you ask the question, put it down, and you forget about it. Mm. And then you you check your little book. I had a little book where I would check and see, ah, oh, that didn't work out. I would even do down to the penny of what I would earn that week. Or, um, yeah, earnings is a good one. How much you're going to earn that week? Um, and it's difficult to predict, but. You can do it. Um, difficult as in you need to keep saying yes, no, uh, you know, numbers and figure it out. Just take, yeah. It's just a little bit laborious. I think that would be a, a better way of saying it. It's not difficult. It's labor intensive. But it's really worthwhile because you can get it down to the penny of what you're earning. And, you know, I found it to be so uh, accurate. But if I ask something that, it had to do with myself and uh, the cards would say no to something I felt was really um, good or important and it said no it was really difficult to sit down and figure out why it was no yeah really really hard and it was it was rare but uh, there were times I could shift that consciousness and actually change the future meaning I didn't go down uh, the road mm-hmm. that uh, I intended and I actually shift with an understanding but I tell you that's so 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 hard even with insignificant things that don't even matter it's really really hard yeah so people so, normally come to a tarot reader because they want answers to something? Um, most people come in because they want, well, let's say... Relationship issues. It, it, well, they usually want to have the answers that they want. Yeah. And um, I, you know, because I've been doing this for years, I usually attract um, or, you know, the level of... Uh, of the work that I do is going to be for people who, yes, they want an answer, but they also understand that when they don't get the answer they want, um, they can really look at the reading and see what's going on and that supports the next process Mm. or the next um, events in their lives. So... They can, you know, be less anxious, feel less anxious, I mean. They can um, make choices that would um, uh, support them, right? So it is very interesting. I I love the work that I do with tarot now with people. Um, If somebody's just coming for, um, you know, like a a tarot reading, because I've gone through the whole gamut. You know, we used to, I used to work in public and it was $30 to get a tarot reading. So that's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game than um, now I charge 10 times that amount. Yeah. So 
So it tells you that you're going to be doing a very a deep exploration of what's going on. And people love it. They love doing this work. I do too. I just, mm. you know, we have a great time when, you know, once a year I have annual tarot readings, you know, throughout the year with someone and we do some really, really deep intensive work. And it is wonderful. Wonderful. I'm even, you know, touched or, um, yeah, influenced or or shifted by the information that comes up for someone in these readings. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Uh, so, yes, there, you know, and there are readers who obviously don't work at the intense level that I do, where they're going to, you know, give you a nice little reading on the, on the future. So I refer people out, and I still think that's fun. Yeah. You know, it's fun to go for a reading and, you know, this sort of insight as to, you know, what's going to go on uh, in the future. And people like to hear it more positively. They don't want to hear the negative things. And <laughs> I try not to bring up too much negative and I, I try to, um, you know, find ways to, to shift that. But, you know, if I'm a tarot reader for 30 or $50 or the half hour, then... You know, you can do very different reading. Yeah. Very different. And they are fun and they are nice and informative. I still have people who come to me and say, oh, my God, you gave me this reading 20 years ago. And exactly what you predicted just happened, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> now, not all readings are 20 years. Usually I do a year. Um, you know, usually that's what the reading comes up with. But very often, you know, it, it all of a sudden you see, oh, you're going to have this child, oh, you're going to be married, and there's going to be a difficulty and a possibility of divorce. You know, good to start looking at, at those things and make sure that they're, you know, you figure out what you're doing during your marriage, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. Mm. Uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, because I was going to say, you're not a normal tarot reader. Well, yes and no. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not the, the, the tarot reader you're going to find in a shop. No. But there are many people out there who um, are doing this work, and they much prefer it. Um, you know, there's another podcast I was listening to on tarot, and, uh, you know, they're saying right away, first, first uh, podcast, we, you know, we don't predict the future. Yeah. Um, and yet I am contradicting myself right now because it's so That's complex. The, it's the perception, isn't it? It's the perception is that when you go to a tarot reader, they're going to tell you your future. And that's not. we know that's not the case, and yet... Yeah, because you can't read the future. I mean, if I could read the future, you know, 10 years from now, which, I, you know, crazy, Eloise, so insane... I have done that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's so weird. And I even think it's weird. I had this girl call me up and she said, Terri-Ann, I don't know if you remember me. And I did. She had an interesting name, so I did. Um, And she said, you know, in the reading, you told me I'd open a business and I'm actually yelling at you on the cassette. It it wasn't even a a CD. Like, it was a cassette, right? So originally I used cassettes, then I went to CDs. And then, of course, we just, you know, can pass it into email, like, now, 
which we couldn't do before. So, so she had it. She found a tape recorder and the cassette, which was like crazy. <laughs> and uh, she said, "I'm actually yelling at you that I, you know, I would never open a business. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard." <laughs> and and there she was, ten years later. She said, "It's exactly ten years, and I'm opening my own business." It's like, wow. How the heck did I possibly read that? You know, so I I can't say I understand that. Yeah. So, I can't so, say I understand, you know, that I could read something 10 years ago. Another girl, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to get married. And she was a kid, you know, like early 20s and I think around her 30s. I'm, you know, I'm not being accurate at the moment, but generally speaking, I think she was around her 30s that she'd have twins. And sure enough, she did. Yeah. You know, that's... How would I possibly know that? I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like if you were trying to predict the future, that's a different oh, case to it just popping up. Yeah, these are just things that pop up, yeah. and I can't validate how many pop-ups have actually come true or not, right? Yeah. I only know the ones where people call me up and say it came up. Yeah. So, so I don't have a, you know, a, a, it's not a, a, a science, yeah. <laughs> it's not the scientific method, right? Yeah. But uh, despite that, it is quite surprising that, you know, you can predict twins approximately the age or exactly the age, I, I don't remember, or, or that someone is going to open a business 10 years from now and completely say that's ridiculous that I would open a business. You know, it's just so weird, right? Yeah. You even forget about the reading. You know, a lot of people say, oh, once you give a reading, uh, it's going to influence a person. I say, you know, likely not. Yeah, they forget it, it about just, it. Most people don't don't even listen to the reading. <laughs> most people, yes. Yeah, uh, most people don't. Um, and I don't, I don't think necessarily that it's it's a good idea to have the reading influence you, um, you know, as as your behavior, but uh, give you some support during a difficult time, mm. right? Like uh, one time, uh, I told this girl, let's say in, in March of next year, she's going to get depressed for three weeks. She's just going to be down, but it'll go away. She's like, why would the reading tell me that? Like, yeah. what's that got to do with anything? I'm like, I don't know, but every month we can look at the energy of that month. So if you're not productive in December, that's great. Don't be productive because we know you're going to be productive in, let's say, March. So why go against the energy? And if it, and you know, you don't have to follow the reading. You figure out, oh, it's December, and you start noticing you have no energy, and in your head, you're pushing yourself to be productive, and that's, of course, futile, yeah. but if you listen to the reading, the reading says, hey, you're not going to be productive, you're going to be tired, just re-energize. Oh, okay, great, you know, maybe that's what I should be doing instead of further exhausting myself by thinking about being productive. Yeah. So that's the way I use the reading. You know, yeah. if the reading shows me this is a, a time where all the stuff I want to do is not going to work, okay, it's not going to work, so don't bother. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't mean don't bother in in the action, 
but don't bother pushing yourself because that just hurts things, right? Mm. So this girl got to that month and she got really down, down. And then she listened to the reading and she, she said, oh my God, it's only three weeks. And she came out of it and she actually wrote me and said, hey, you know, it was really good to have that. Yeah. Because I got so down and I knew it was temporary and uh, I could just be with it. Yeah, not you know, fine. Take it. care of myself, hide no. out. Yeah. So I think that's the best use of a reading. Yeah, I mean, I've always like sought out readings like years ago, when like I'd made a decision to leave a relationship or something, and I just wanted someone to validate it. Like. It's like getting someone who doesn't know me and just seeing exactly, what comes up. Yeah. And then they go, oh, do you know what? You're, in, you're really in the wrong relationship. And I'm like, you know, without me even asking in a reading, you're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> That's all I needed to know, you know. Yes, I find that wonderful. They yeah. don't, you know, I went for a reading in Nantucket, oh gosh, maybe 30 years ago. And, you know, I walked into this esoteric store and there was a reader. I'm like, oh, you know, I want a reading. And uh, sat down, and he says, oh, you're just about to, like, jump off a cliff, like, go into the complete <laughs> unknown. And, yeah, it just validated everything I was doing. I was totally in the complete unknown. Um, and then he said, do you have any questions? I'm like, no, that's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> that was it. That was all. You know, simple, simple, simple. Didn't yeah. need to know anything else. Just the first moment, that's the first thing he said. And I was like, okay, I can go now. Yeah. It's sometimes you know, it's just, just that validation. Just, yeah. Yes. And anchoring, reinforcing. Yeah. Uh, it's like the universe has got your back. Mm. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, psychologically, it influences us. But in some way, you know, we all, in some form or another, believe in God. Yeah. You know, maybe won't say I believe in God, but you know, if you go for a tarot reading, your actions are showing you believe in something beyond believe in something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a God out there. We're yeah. such little weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. People are funny. We are hilarious. Yes, we, yeah, yeah. We are a bag of contradictions and a bag of uh, yeah of yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other questions? Well, that... yeah, I was just thinking about, um, actually, while we were talking about this, we were talking about jobs and things last time with dreams and stuff. Um, I once had a client come into clinic and she, like, I said to her, I'm like, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do for a job? You know, if there was no boundaries, what would you do? And the moment I asked her the question, all I heard in my head was florist. She should be a florist. And I'm looking at her going, she doesn't look, you know, she's just done admin work her whole life, you know. And then she said, do you know what? I've always wanted to be a florist. And I'm like, you really should do that because it's in your energy. It's like, and it was almost like in that moment, she needed the validation. <laughs> that was something to actually go for. And um, so it's like whether it's tarot cards or just uh, like an intuitive moment, sometimes it just gives people that validation. Like you're talking about anchoring yep. them. And it, and that's, you know, it's going to happen if you need it. It's, you know. So I need to find out if she ever became a florist. I haven't seen her for years. 
<laughs> yeah, I love the idea of being a florist some days ago. I should just go be a florist. Oh, no, I, I think it would be cold mornings with all that water. Your hands would freeze. That's my... <laughs>